0: Hello everybody, it's Gary Stuckey with Real Music. On today's show, I've got the very talented singer, songwriter, guitarist, Will Wesley. He is here talking about a brand new single, rocking Around the Christmas Tree, you know that old Brenda Lee classic, and he does a great version of this song, gets you excited for Christmas. I'm just saying, you need to check it out, check out the new video, lots of fun. Yeah, we had a great time chatting uh, about His life, you know, uh, the song especially, and also what he's got coming up uh, musically. And uh, a lot of great moments in this conversation. I think you'll appreciate it. But here we go. Here's Will Wesley. Rocking around the Christmas tree now, every year, you know, you turn on the radio, you listen to Christmas music, and you're like, that's one of the songs that stands out. You know, but why Why did you decide, you think, I'm going to do this song, do a cover of this particular song. Why was that?
1: You know, man, I had several reasons for that. You know, when I was a kid, it was a staple in my household to, to hear that song. My mother, my father, my brother. Every year we um, we would listen to Brenda Lee's, well, time was classic, man. And it would just, it brought me to a, a place of innocence that I feel I wanted to go back to. <laughs> so yes. I started um, going into the studio to, to cut the song. I was really trying to capture the same christmas magic with my own twist on it you know and that was my real decision for why i wanted to to do it so badly right and it looked like you had a lot of fun i just saw the video
0: that was cool so how fun was that to make and and just recording the song i mean it's a fun song i'm sure to record and sing and play on so how, how fun was making the video and singing the song
1: you know, honestly, man, I think that making of this music video was the smoothest and funnest experience I've had making music videos. Just because we filmed it at a very, very uh, old home from 1898 in Zachary, Louisiana. It's the place called the Magnolia Fields. Cool. And, um, we got to come in there and they um, they loved the song so much that they said, hey, come in here and record here. And the band just really just cut up and had fun, man. It was the most natural kind of experience i've ever had making a music video just loads of fun even when the bass player stole santa's cookies i thought that was kind of of unacceptable but here we go
0: (laughs) yeah i like that that and so i get you know that's what it's all about and that's what people appreciate about christmas music you know is it brings back the memories it brings back the fun it's fun to listen to you know in christmas music it's different than regular music. Like you said, it, it brings back all these emotions, all these memories and, 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 things like that. Uh, so what's been the reaction of your fans and, and the people around you, you know, and what's it like to hear that they love this song? It is a great version of this song. So, but tell
1: me what their reaction has been and, and what do you think about that? You know, coming from a lot of outlaw country rock and roll, I'll admit I was a little nervous to tackle such a cheerful subject. Yeah. And, um, I've been really, really overwhelmed by the the fans' support on it, man they really, really have been enjoying it and saying it's a different side of me that they've never seen before, you know, and we've been getting overwhelming support. We've been getting overwhelming airplay, and that's been something very rewarding, man, you know, to to see the fans and to kind of put people in the Christmas spirit, you know that that's I think the world needs that right now, you know.
0: I totally agree. yeah, great cover. Brenda Lee's song, of course make it number one, you know, I mean, great timing on that. It it, get people to listen to your song at at the same time, because that's such an awesome song, but great, great job with that. Um, Well, you were talking about the Christmas memories. Are there some Christmas memories from your childhood that maybe when you're singing this song, does it stand out in your mind? You go, boom. I remember Christmases long ago and the fun that I had. Is there any memory that stands out in your mind when you sing that?
1: You know, man, going back to it, um, remembering back when I was a kid, you know, in the nineties. <laughs> wow. But um going back and remembering the memories of um basically when we were kids, this is kind of an odd story, but um my dad had bought us some fireworks for New Year's. Right. And me and my brother had decided that we were going to get into these fireworks early <laughs> without dad knowing it. Now the mind of a child, you would realize that, well, I think they're going to make noise and they're going to know, but we got into them anyway, man. And um, we had had a bonfire built in the backyard and my brother accidentally dropped the whole bag of fireworks into this fire. And they just start shooting all over the dang neighborhood. (laughs) And you know, you might ask like, why would that be um, a Christmas memory that you hold on to? Well, it was just such an innocent time, man. And being yeah. and going back to a time where, you know, as children, we thought that was the worst thing that could have ever happened. And now as an adult, you're like, you know, that was pretty innocent and pretty fun. And it just, to me, that memory is an embodiment of Christmas over the years being just such an embracing warm holiday time, you know?
0: Sure. And you're keeping it going with this song uh, and getting people thinking about uh, those memories uh, but you were talking about when you were growing up, you know, and uh, I know I was reading uh, some of your bio and you you wore a beard or something to a, a bar to get in. Now, tell me about that. Now, I, I'm interested in this.
1: Well, you know, Gary, what's funny is I used to wear a beard, so they let me in a bar and now I shave it to look younger. <laughs> <laughs> I, I understand. I totally yeah. understand. What was uh, such a youthful looking beard is turning gray, my friend. Oh but, God. <laughs> you know, as a kid, you know, I started out in a lot of blues music and, and, you know, a lot of blues bars are, they could be rough areas. And, you know, coming up, I started out as a guitar player. So I was back in a lot of different bands, but they kept telling me, you know, Will, we have a small problem. You're a great guitarist, but you're too young to be in this bar. Right.
0: <laughs>
1: and I was like, well, I don't drink or anything, you know, and, but they still, you know, by law, you couldn't get in there. So right. we come up with this brilliant idea that I was probably the only 16, 17-year-old who can grow a full beard. <laughs> so I grew a beard to make myself look older, and in these bars I would go, and I got to tell you, it was on-job uh, education for me. It kind of kind of molded me into understanding the music business and uh, the ups and the downs of it.
0: <laughs> right oh well, there you go yeah that's cool you grew a beard yeah that's I awesome it might it ought to be a single law
1: to write something that.
0: that sounds like a i think you should it's like an autobiographical uh song <laughs> yeah. uh, but talking about that though uh who are your influences growing up now i know you had all kinds especially you said your background's bluesy you've been around country i guess from louisiana area and uh places like that you have all kinds of music going on so what uh what really uh, got you into uh, playing guitar and what were some of the influences?
1: You know, my dad was a guitar player, man. And basically as a kid, every style of music was kind of in my household. You know, everything from Dave Brubeck take five in the jazz world to BB King in the blues world. And Hank Williams was the main um, artist (laughs) played in our house, you know, and I always, one of my biggest influences is Hank Williams, not just for the songs that he's written, but his life's his life story has always been inspirational to me. Um, even the tragedy of his death to me, I found to be very. Outlaw country <laughs> and really to, to, to review his life and to see how he lived in a time where it really to me, I, you know, Hank Williams was in my opinion, one of the the founders of genuine outlaw country before it was a brand, you know? Yeah. And I always found great influence in that. The fact that he went his own way, wrote his own songs and the the honesty of his songs, you know, if he he wasn't getting along with his wife, well, that that found its way in his music, you know, and that was my first influence in understanding that in songwriting, you just tell your story and the people either relate to it or they don't. So I would say my first main influence was Hank Williams, but I also loved Merle Haggard, Johnny Cash, Chet Atkins. Love Chet Atkins, huge Chet Atkins fan, man. But I do like a lot of the the newer country. You know, I like Jason Aldean and Garth Brooks, and I like Brad Paisley and all these wonderful country artists. You know, they all kind of help mold and shape me into who I am today. So I still listen to these um, these artists, and I still learn from them today. Awesome. Uh.
0: And playing, you know, different uh, styles of music. I know playing blues is a different, you know, there's blues and country and things like that. How do you make a transition from that blues, more
1: blues into like a more country kind of a mode? How do you make that transition? You know, that's actually a great question. You know, coming up playing a lot of blues, naturally, it's not the same as country. But in a sense, listening to both styles and my father being a a fan of both styles, it really came as second nature to me, the jump. You know, because when I started out playing blues, I was really just primarily a guitar player. But when I started singing and I started fronting a group, it dawned on me that my true love was in country music and in the storytelling of it. And that's where I really just made the jump naturally. I never even sat down and thought about it. It's just I, I wrote my songs, I put them out there, and they fell in the world of country music. <laughs> <laughs> it,
0: and that's a cool thing because you don't you don't put yourself in a box. Mm-hmm. You know, you are who you are, and sometimes it has these kind of sounds, but you, I guess it's cool that you don't have to go, hey, this is going to be country. This is going to be blues. Maybe it's just going to be one of your songs, and it just comes out that way, but that, that's a good way to look at it because you don't want to limit yourself to anything, right?
1: No, exactly. You know, as a, as a songwriter and as somebody who wants to express itself in music, to me, I've never been a fan of sticking to one one thing, in the sense of naturally, country music's where I'll always be. But being growing as an artist and always trying to, you know, even in country music, in in today's country, you can hear real influences of R and B, blues. You can hear rock. Um, even in modern country, of course, you hear influences of rap these days. You know, so, they don't teach their own. But you know, in my opinion, you know, just all these musics, music is really just a, you know, a mix of different styles because it's all to me in a sense the same thing it's just how you tell the story and what style and flavor you want to tell it in you know so I think country music is really the the foundation of that from the start you know and you were talking about
0: writing songs I know uh, songs really paint a picture what what picture do you see when you're writing a song and how real are those memories like you were talking about? how how big of an influence are memories in your life in songwriting
1: you know i've always looked at them as directly linked i'm a believer that um art imitates life i guess you know and to me the honesty i'm a believer that in a song if you honestly tell your story someone's honestly going to relate to it right. and and that's really what has always driven me about country is the stories that they tell and what i feel is that the, the the more honest you are in your songs about your life, the more relatable they're going to come across. So I'm a believer in that. And I, I feel that those are some of the the components that really drive me as a songwriter. Right. Um,
0: and, you know, like you said, with, with all those memories and all those, uh, you know, and especially the fans that are listening to your music, you know, I'm sure – People have had some stories about how a song that you have written or sang has helped them. Has has that come to mind? Uh, can you think of a story where somebody said, that song really got to me? What's an example?
1: I can give you um, actually the strongest example I can give you of that is something that currently is not released. And I'll tell you what that is, is on the more tragic side of the street. You know, I lost my brother um, a couple of years back to a, a heroin overdose. And that 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 greatly impacted me, you know, um, someone I've never done drugs, but to see someone fall down that way and, you know, his his loss affected me so greatly that it found its way in the music. And we've been performing a song in our set that's coming off the upcoming record called um, 12 O'Clock in Texas. And it's a song about the loss of my brother and how I'm trying to continue my career and continue moving forward. But the grief of this never leaves me, no matter where I go. And when we went to Europe to perform this song, um, we had seven sold out shows. And everyone in the audience would do a standing ovation when that song was completed. And when we would go into the crowd after, and I would meet with the people. I cannot tell you the amount of people who relate to this song and relate to the loss. And it reminds me that though I was grief stricken, and that's how the song was written, it translates, my grief translates to healing of other people because of the relatability. And by seeing this, it, it really changed my vision of what I want to do as an artist. I want, I want my music to have a positive impact and seeing 12 O'Clock in Texas do that with people was really the, the first and the strongest example of how music really can help and cure people, even if it comes from a sorrowful place. And that, sure. that's my story on that.
0: That's, that's a great story and so true. I think if everybody, every writer or singer really searched deep down, they would find that the most important thing is how the song relates to somebody And probably the best feeling you get is knowing that people relate and they do heal and they do go on and you do go on. There's nothing you can do to bring your brother back, but there is something you could do in his memory to help people. And that's such to me, that's the biggest thing you can do uh, in honor of somebody is to make somebody else live and uh, and continue. You know, and I think that's a big deal, what you're doing musically. I mean, there's d- different ways people can go in their sadness, yeah. you know, and you, you take a positive direction to help people and do a great job doing it, right? So that's a good thing.
1: You know, Gary, what you said is about as true as it gets, is that I found that through helping other people through, through the song, that it, it in turn, ironically, helps me. It helps me deal with the loss to, you know, to feel like I'm not alone in that, that so many people out there are dealing with losing a son or a, a daughter or a brother, a friend to, to the disease known as addiction, you know, and to express that it, it really, you know, I don't want to get too spiritual on the matter. I, I respect everyone's beliefs, but for me personally, feeling like I'm doing that work in the army of God helps me to feel like i'm doing something with my music that that helps the world rather than just doing it for your own ego or doing it for your own gratification it's the the gratification comes from sharing your story with others and by helping them along the way and that to me is what a songwriter is sure
0: sure and you're talking about you know in the state of the world today and the and all that's going on you know and i think of those uh people uh that are losing people. There there have been so many, it seems like, for me, probably for you too, not just your brother, but so many probably around you oh, yeah. that are not are with us, right? And you're like, man. And and part of you just dies with them, but the other part is like, man, you gotta keep going. Gotta I know that's done. such a big deal. And I know that a lot of the you see the hatred, the wars going on, the fighting and all that stuff. Such a cool thing. I'm glad to talk to you about this because I mean I'm thinking about two most important things that I see people dying. Yeah. uh, Whatever it may be, we're experiencing loss, like to the extreme. And then of course, uh, the hatred. So a song great time and, you know, rocking around the Christmas tree though, coming back to that, I mean, Christmas, especially the real meaning of Christmas, you know, you, you know, is, is a good thing, you know, and, uh, but for people to come together and um not hate that's right and 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 to love and to understand that life is so short uh songs like this really uh it 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 takes you back to your childhood but it brings you to today and go you know what just like that video when everybody's having fun you know why can't we always do that why can't we always have fun why can't we celebrate life and smile and maybe there'll be less people Leaving us, you know.
1: You know, that that's beautifully said, my friend. And you know, maybe maybe we can all try it this year, you know, despite our problems, despite where the world's at or what you personally believe. Maybe we can for Christmas this year put it all aside and, you know, all come together and, and respect and love each other. Maybe, maybe that maybe the song can help do that. Maybe this interview can help do that. Who knows, man? You know?
0: I really think so, man. I, I mean, I think that's what it's all about. I think that's what you know, I think there's reason for everything. I think God puts us on the earth to to have a reason. You know, we have a reason to be here. There's a reason to be here right now. Yeah. There will be good to come uh, from yeah. what you're doing, especially, you know, when you're doing it for the right reasons and you're helping people out, there will be good to come. Um,
1: well, thank you. And I, and I hope that we all can. Um, you know, I hope that, that good finds everyone this year. You know, I just really, um, I, I guess that's, you know, when it comes down to it, Gary, that's the real reason why I'm cut the song is that, we think the, Lord, the, the world needs a little bit more cheer. <laughs> Let's try to bring some holiday cheer this year,
0: man. Hey, man! I know I need it here lately. I've been a lot going on, but I know everybody needs that cheer. Um, now, tell me this: I know it's exciting. When you just the, the song just released, though. Yeah. And you know, and I know it. Despite you know all the hardships, you know, you you can have some Christmas music. You can put up a Christmas tree. You have a snowman back there. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can play songs and have family and friends just having a good time. That's got to be an exciting time for you. Are you? I know you got some shows coming up. Have you had a chance to uh, sing this song live? And and how is that? Is that coming? I guess you got a lot of shows coming up soon, right?
1: Yeah, you know, we're actually taking off a little bit for the um, the Christmas holidays. I'm spending a little time with my wife before she gets upset that I'm back on the road again. <laughs> but you right, know, really. Uh, but you know it is good to be home and and to to take some time and i have been playing the song live a good bit. we've been doing some uh, a couple local appearances we've been playing it and a lot of folks have been requesting it since they've heard it you know so uh, yeah we've performed it live and we've um, we've been getting a great response man everybody's been so happy and dancing along to it that's what it's all about you know just, just bringing the song out there and also paying homage to the to the original you know brenda lee's version there ain't no top in that, that. I'm over here telling you I covered it and I didn't try to top it. I knew that hers was the best hands down, but I just figured I would just try to do it my own way. And it's been really reacting with the people. They've been really, really enjoying it. And that's that, that, that's very rewarding to me. That's a Christmas gift in its own. So,
0: <laughs> yes, it is. That's good, man. I'm, it, it's a really good, good version. You did a really good job. Okay. Uh, great guitar playing on that. I, I, like I said, I was checking it out and uh real nice. Yeah. Uh, um, so, the future now, you're talking about the the new album and a new single coming out, which that's going to be exciting too. So, your experience in Christmas, you got the singer out, you get your wife, she's not going to beat you up because you're not <laughs> at home. Uh, it's all good. So, but tell me about the future, the new year. What's, what's the plans for the new year and what's going on in that area?
1: We're hitting the road, man. And that's a, simply put, that's what it is. We got a lot of dates coming up. We're going to be returning to Europe. we got some shows to do in Switzerland this year. We're cool. also going back to uh, Southeast Asia. We're going to be in Thailand to do some things. Oh, wow. we also have shows being booked all around the um, United States. So you're going to get a chance to see me somewhere, you know, and that's what I want to do. I want to meet the fans in person. I want to see them. I want to let them know how much I, I appreciate and, and, and can never thank them enough for their support. And I want to go out there, and, and that's what I want to do on the road. I want to meet my fans, and I want to get to know you, you know. Cool. Are yeah. you coming
0: down South Alabama ways anytime soon? Because that's where I'm, I'm in Bruton, Alabama. So you know,
1: uh, I do think that we are working on some Alabama dates next year. So yes, I I look forward to getting over there and meeting you too in person. Sure. That'd be awesome. Uh, so when, what's the uh, when's the album coming out? Do you have a release date for that yet? We don't currently have a release date on the album, but we are working on it. We're looking to drop my first single, "Ready to Ride," in January. So that's how soon the stuff is coming up and we're looking to um, also be dropping um, 12 o'clock in Texas come, you know, June, somewhere around June of next year. Don't quote me um, personally, but we're, we're working on it. We're going to try to, and we're definitely going to be keeping everyone informed on the website and everybody informed in social media about when it's dropping and when we're coming out, but it's coming in fast. I can tell you that. Awesome. It'll be here before you know it. Yeah. Uh, Well, it,
0: before I let you go, I, I was just thinking about, you know, your accomplishments and, and what you, you're you thinking about and hoping for the future. What's an ultimate goal? I know uh, this past year has been hard, and I know this past year, and for a lot of people, too. Yeah. What's your goal for this new year, if you could just wrap it all into one big lump?
1: You know, my goal this year in 2024 is I really, really want to get out there and meet the world. and I mean that metaphorically. You know, I want more and more people to hear about the music, but beyond the music, I want them to hear about the message that I'm spreading. I want to grow this year and I want to grow bigger than I've ever grown. And I want to share that with the fans coming along with me. The way I look at it, Gary, it isn't just that it's all about me or fame or stardom or all that stuff. To me, more it's like I look at everyone like we're a great big family and I want to take everyone along for the journey with me. You know, people who may not get a chance to go see live shows. I want them to see me on social media, like on um, interviews like this. I want them to get to know me and I want to get to know them. And that's my main goal in 2024 is to grow, tour, get the music out there and help people along the way.
0: Well, that's all you can do. You know, you can Do man,
1: and what a great reward
0: when you see people, though, appreciating your music and smiling, having a good time. Good, Great way to start it off, though, with this Christmas song and uh everybody needs to check it out but they can go to your website yeah. social media find you right now what's the what's the website
1: is it is it willwesley.com is that very close willwesleymusic.com music.com okay and also the new single rocking around the christmas tree it's on all of your favorite digital platforms you can find it anywhere from spotify to amazon to out and also the new music videos out it's on youtube just will wesley rocking around the christmas tree you know and you can see it there and also hey you know, we're gonna also be putting out videos and content. We got great people working with us, a great team. So I promise you, you're gonna see me somewhere. I'm unavoidable. <laughs>
0: That's right. That's not a bad thing. The fans are gonna love it. Uh well I, I thank you for uh for chatting with me today. And uh, you know, I know uh the Christmas season is 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 almost here. I mean it's here, but Christmas here. is almost uh you can't escape that, but hopefully we can't escape all the joy and happiness family and friends and people like you bringing the music and uh, being honest and truthful and uh sharing the love you can't argue with that man and I and I hope you have a Merry Christmas happy new year and uh and I uh, hope everything goes
1: okay for you well man I want you to have a Merry Christmas with your family as well and, and to everyone out there watching the same to you you know let's uh let's be a little bit more cheerful this year there's a lot to be had.
0: this is true well thanks a lot man I hope you have a great day.
1: You too man, let's talk again soon. We will, definitely.
0: All right man. Yeah man. Bye-bye. Hey, thanks for tuning in everybody to another episode of Real Music. I always love these interviews and get to chat with people like Will Wesley, super nice guy. Great Christmas song, need to check it out. Rocking around the Christmas tree and be ready for a new year and his music. See what he's got going on, go over to his website willwesleymusic.com for more information and until next time everybody always remember to keep the music real